Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Suey, y'all. Welcome back. Y'all a long time. You want to come ride the mechanical bull outside of Hedgehog for a... 20 years she did that. It's time to talk music. (laughs) I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! Yes, yes. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You get to ride the mechanical bull right in between me and my partner, sus. <laughs> you are so offensive. <laughs> offensive. <laughs> offensive or funny? Uh, offensively funny. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything else you would like to make fun of? I just showed you guys the incision. Lou's incision on her neck surgery. And thank you. It's a nice little slicey-wicey. The two others they do, this one down near like her collarbone, say to get to a low, I don't know, C6, C7, I don't know, the Cs. Mm. The other two were like up right next to like her, oh. like, mm. Mm. Ah. Thank you for But sharing. that's not why you called. Nope. You nope. called for music news. Mm-hmm. Donna's going to give it to us. And Donna, can we play the, this as a quiz? The oh, most valuable music catalog. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, let, we're doing top five only, okay? And this means, uh, just so I understand catalog, right? Means uh, the top five most valuable music catalogs, music collections by musical acts. Correct. I'm going to put the five in random order. Okay. And I'm probably going to go three for five. Okay. We're going to do the Beatles. Absolutely. I'm not an idiot. Yep. We're going to do. That was number one. Frank Sinatra. No. All right. There's my one miss. We're going to do Michael Jackson. Correct. Number two. Two for three. We're going to do. Something. Hint me, baby, one more time. Uh, go local. Local. Oh, Prince. Nope. No, no, no. Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan, yes, Bob Dylan. Yes, there you go. You're doing real good. Three for real four. Real good. Ish. And then uh, any other old timey acts? Sort of. The Rolling Stones. No, think uh, not Garfunkel. Uh, Simon. Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. His is worth. Wow. Mm. And you'll never get this one, so I'll just tell you: Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein. Oh, Rogers and Rogers and Hammerstein. 
Mm-hmm. No, seriously, Grant, I'm being serious. Oh, okay. No, they were, and it's funny, I'm going to give myself credit for the Frank Sinatra, but they did, Frank did a lot of Rodgers and Hammerstein songs. They were an iconic, prolific songwriting duo. Name one song. I'm going to guess. No, that's it. Those luck, are the five. <laughs> luck be a lady. Luck be a lady tonight. Not like that. Okay. All right. Fly well, me to the moon, probably. My oh, favorite yeah, things. Sure. sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you look that up. I will tell uh, Springsteen fans the boss is coming back to Broadway. Very excited. Springsteen on Broadway is coming for a limited engagement starting June 26th at New York's St. James Theater. And it's going to run through September 4th. I want tickets. I want tickets. Are they on sale now? Tickets for spring, uh, June 10th. So Friday? Today's Tuesday. So they go on sale on Thursday. Okay? Okay. All right. I really came to love. Bruce Springsteen was an afterthought to me. My first 30 years of living. And then it just, like, I, I learned songs for the first time from him. I, there's such a nostalgic vibe to his voice. Yeah, yep. I, I see long grass blowing in the wind in my childhood, passing me by. And I gotta tell you, he's still making really good music and giving it his all. He really yeah. is. That album, Letter to You, and that um, documentary, if you're a fan, it's a must see for sure. Thank you. What is the name of this song? Um, it's called uh, Born, to, Born Run? to Run. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I wanna go to dreams. Does he smoke visions. cigarettes? I don't believe so. Cool. No. Okay, thanks for asking, though. <laughs> is it because he has a raspy voice? Raspy voice, dresses in a lot of denim. Usually, <laughs> you know. Oh, I had something else to share with you. Oh, there's a survey. Here it is. Um, on So 23,000 people took place uh, or took part, excuse me, in this survey about which decade has the best music. Yes. What do you think came in at number one? I think it's going to be the 60s. I think the 60s, you get some crossover of kind of the, the crooner era. You get some the birth of rock and roll, the no, details. No, no. Don't say the 70s. No, but the 70s are my favorite. What are they going to do, the 80s? It is the 80s. No. With 22%. Really? Number Grant, two is cool the 70s it, with 21%. The 90s have 15%. Then the 60s. Then the 2000s. The 90s are in front of the 60s. Yes. Oh, boy. Tell that to my mother when she drove us around in the 90s. She'd always turn around. You know, they don't make the songs like they used to. <laughs> then we'd flip over to the oldies station. We had the best music, she would always say. Now the oldies are like 2,000. Yeah, new kids on the block. Exactly. The latest from NSYNC. It makes me sad. Mm-hmm. I love the 70s, though, like Carpenters and like, um, oh, Barry Manilow. Yeah, I never really got into Barry Manilow much. Oh. You know what song I heard the other day um, in a in a store? Was Rod Stewart? What's it called? Yes, Come on, tonight's the night. Oh, the love of our heart. Oh, forever young. Really great. <laughs> As you can tell by my. That was great, Steve. Um, so.
So you would say the 60s. I think. I, I mean, look, I'm uh, in the 60s, you got the Beatles. In the 60s, you've the still got some Elvis. You've got the Stones. You've got Led Zeppelin. You've got some carryover of, you know, like you've, the crooners were really big in the 40s and 50s, but they came into the 60s as well. So you got Sinatra, Dean Martin. You still got you got Elvis. Oh, you yes. Got Aerosmith. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, 60s oh my God. For the mamas sure. and the papas. The mamas and the papas. What are we, California dreaming? Mm-hmm. All the leaves are brown, Donna. Are they? Mm-hmm. Thanks for the heads up. Um, okay, we have an interesting conversation when we come back. Speaking of this uh, weird, you know, kind of COVID world that we're living in, but events are happening again. Would you go to a conference where you had to wear a certain wristband color based on a certain preference of yours in regards to COVID-19? Or would it get too weird? We'll explain what the colors are, what they mean, and then answer the most important question. Would you do it? That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment got some breaking news. Oh, yeah. Ooh, just hours after The Bachelorette debuted its 17th season, Chris Harrison has exited for good. Whoa, really? Yes. He gets a rose of his own. <laughs> Wow. Um, he is getting a mid-range eight-figure payoff. What? Hmm. And a promise to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> that's what the that's what the that's what the people are saying. Hmm. Eight figures. That's a lot. Of money. <laughs> that's not yeah, six. That's I'd, eight. I'd yeah. never speak again. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Fire See me. Later. Fire me. Bye. Um. I really Fear. think this is going to be the end of uh, end of the franchise. I don't. I, <laughs> or it becomes new life. New life. Yeah, maybe. Into it. Maybe. Um, let's see here. Yeah, and this comes after the news that uh, David Spade and some others will be guest hosting the uh, next season of Bachelor in Paradise. Mm. Huh, let's see here. What else are we learning about this? Mm-hmm. And um, who are the uh, Chris? Um, is it Chris? In Bristow and um, oh gosh, what's the other girl's name? Taisha, Taisha, who are hosting right now, and I think people are liking them right now as you know, fill ins. Yeah, they ju- that just kicked off. When was it? Last night, two nights ago. 
What's today? It was I last night. Know. Last night. It, the last latest night. season of The Bachelorette. Uh, yeah, premiered t- last night. Tasia Adams and Caitlin Bristow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think hmm. it's cool that they're putting two women in that role, but it, I just hate the recycling of people. Sure. You mean like the guest hosts where they constantly do different ones? Uh, just, they take like the, somebody who lost oh. or was a runner up the last season and then they make him the bachelor. Gotcha. And, like, I'm so sick of that. It just, I hate it. Like bring um, in someone new. How about Emmanuel Acho? Acho. Mm. He was the guy who filled in on the finale. Whenever Chris Harrison had to step aside for the after the final rose, oh, he's I thought awesome. he did a great job. Really? Yeah, because he had to handle some really. That was like race was front and center in that conversation, and I thought he did a really, really nice job of that. So maybe they could bring him in. Maybe they'll leave it with. Oh, the, see, with that the, would be cool. With the two girls, I don't know. That would be great if he did a really great job before, and he's got nothing going on. I mean, is he playing football? No, no, no. He's a broadcaster now. I see. Yep, broadcaster now. Where does he broadcast? Um, I think on ESPN, uh, Fox Sports, a sports <laughs> All right, place. Forget it. Never mind. A sports place. Um, okay. Yeah, he's on a uh, Fox Sports. I'm okay. always, I'm always a proponent of Tom Bergeron. Wherever I can get him anywhere. I'm always a fan. Listen, he loves Tom Bergeron. Tom anyway, Bergeron. Yeah. Well, yeah, because what, he and I email back and forth, so be it. Oh, good for you. Whatever. He wrote a book once and had his email address in it, so I emailed him. And he emailed me back. <laughs> nice. Um, but he actually, just funny that you say that, he just popped up on Instagram, Tom Bergeron, in the hosting world, and said, hey, I'm breaking my Instagram social media hiatus very briefly just to let you know. We just wrapped up day two of the new project, and it turns out hosting is like riding a bike. Oh. And then he said, bye, got to go back to work. Nice team. So we don't know what he's going to be on. Who took over for him? Tyra Banks. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Hmm. Well, this Chris Harrison uh, thing is interesting. Frankly, I think I'm sort of surprised. Maybe I'm naive there. Sort of surprised that it got to this. I thought it would have been more of like a timeout come back, address the situation, and then move forward. But yeah. listen, if I was Chris Harrison, um, I would be cool with an eight-figure walk away. I would walk away from you, Donna Valentine. I want you to know this. <laughs> for certainly seven figures. I could even be, I could be convinced into a, a, a high six-figure settlement. 799. Yeah, I could invest that wisely. Eight figures, guys. That's that's a ten million at least. I know. That's you, you know what I heard? How about this, Michael Ovitz? Speaking of big walk. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Contract. Michael Ovitz is the former head of CAA and Creative Artist Agency, biggest, most powerful agency on the planet virtually. Philip Morris would disagree with that, but let's go with it. He, at one point, became the number two in the mid-90s behind Michael Eisner, the former head of Disney. And it was a really odd hire, and people just thought, this doesn't seem like Michael Ovitz, kind of this brash, you know, no-holds-barred, sort of a powerhouse agent, is now working at Disney behind Michael Eisner. Well, a couple years into it, it is so bad, the chemistry is terrible, at the meetings that they would both be at, they said that Michael Ovitz would broadcast non-verbally his disdain and disinterest in what Michael Eisner had to say. And anytime you have toxicity in a, in a meeting room, it's just everybody feels it. He got let go and he had a walk away of a hundred million dollars. Okay. Okay. Come Question. hundred million dollars. We'll go with uh, the hot guy in the hat. Thank you. Um, Steve, <laughs> how, how does it work with buyouts? Is that like what's left in your contract no. or is it an addition to what's left in your contract just to kind of break? Well, the I think contract? it can be different, but I think that very often you would, and I'm no agent, but that you would have a structure for your compensation and then there would be a mutually agreed upon number of a, if the, in the event of an early termination, here is the buyout. And that's negotiated during the contract before it is signed. Obviously. That is my understanding. Okay. That this would not be a, hey, he's only got two years left, so we have to pay him X amount. It's like, look, we have to honor the contract or we have to pay the previously agreed upon number, which is exorbitant. Oh, wow. Exorbitant. exorbitant. So they must have had a real reason to move on, thinking that it was better for the show, obviously, to pay him eight figures to, to walk. That you got to be- convince your, your board members and your shareholders that paying a guy $100 million to not work here anymore is mm. worth it. Wow. But they did it, and Disney survived amidst it all. But Can't recommend the book highly enough. Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. Really fun, easy, breezy read. It's great. All right. Thanks, I Steve. wish you still read, Donna. I'm going to start reading again. Would you go to a conference right now where you had to wear a wristband of a certain color that essentially was either green, red, or yellow, think like a stoplight, and the green means, let's do it, hug it out, let's high five. Then you see there's Jim in the corner. Jim is wearing a red bracelet, and that means I want my distance. Yellow means we can talk, but we're not going to touch. If if you were going to a really cool conference and they said pick a wristband, you got to wear a wristband. Would you do it? Do you think this is useful? Does it help to alleviate some awkward interactions? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I think it dumbs down society a little bit. Yellow it- means touching elbows. Yeah, but at least then you don't have to ask or be awkward. Go in for a hug and the other person's like, uh, uh, yeah. Have you seen yeah. Idiocracy though? That basically to the point where they don't communicate with each other. They lose the idea of social interaction. Uh, no, so it's like, not. it just brings down, I think, the idea of, hey, how you doing? Let's talk to each other. Let's be social. So I don't know. I'm not a fan. Sorry. Okay. I would wear the, the bracelet. Thank you. All right. It'd be See? great for like weddings, baby showers. <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel as strongly as either of you. I guess I'd put the yellow bracelet on then. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. would. I'd put the red. All right, All right cool. let's play a game. 651-641-1071. Call us right now. You play next. 
You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, you guys, we are ready to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And today we have Allison with us from Maple Grove. How you doing, Allison? I'm doing wonderful. I'm so excited to play. Hi. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is going to be great. I've been trying for a while. <laughs> uh, listen, Ali Bally. First of all, love love the sound of your voice because you sound like a woman who is poised, confident, caring, and I think that we're going to make good partners. Stephen, I really appreciate you saying that. I now think that you're going to choose Donna. Uh, Grant, what's our topic today? <laughs> all right, what's our well, topic? Just to clarify here, Allison is playing for a My Talk t-shirt and a Voyager's Blu-ray DVD digital combo pack, and our topic today is... Emmy award-winning actors. Emmy award-winning actors, okay? Okay. All right. And we are currently sitting at 55 to 54. Donna is still in the lead by one. Congratulations. Allie, I need you, please. <laughs> <laughs> I got to I Donna, I love you so much, but I got to go with Steve. That's okay. That's I'm sorry. Hey. Girl. Sorry, girl. Go get your t-shirt. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go. Bye. Donna. Bye, Donna. Oh my Confidence. gosh, Allison, this is so Here we go. Pleasant. You just made Steve's day. That Allie, how old are you, dear? I am 41. Oh, my gosh. We're like in the same range. This is great. I know. We are. Okay. All right, Grant. Sorry. Flirting is now it. done. We're good. <laughs> Steven. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's play. Okay. Allison, as you know, we'll come back to you at the end, and you can help Steve out after he is done. Steve, you ready to go? Ready. All right. This actor won his lone Emmy in 2012 for his role in the series Hatfields and McCoys. He's most recently starred in the TV series Yellowstone. Kevin Costner. This actor won his only Emmy for his role in the popular sitcom Cheers. His most recent Emmy nomination has been for his work in the HBO series True Detective. Woody Harrelson. This former boy band member has been nominated for eight Emmys, winning four times, all for his work on the show Saturday Night Live. Twice for outstanding musical, original music and lyrics, and outstanding guest actor in, in a comedy series. Mark Wahlberg, repeat it again in the beginning. This former boy band member has been nominated. Oh, eight. Justin Timberlake. Allison? I, th- I, think I that- concur on all of those. Oh, Allie. Yep, let's, yep, yep. let's just destroy Donna. Let's see if we can get at her morale <laughs> today. Yes. All righty, Grant. Well, call her. I don't want to hurt her feelings, but we're besties now. You and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, oh, we have a yeah. bond that can't be broken. This is really wonderful. <laughs> right. All righty, here comes Donna. She's getting her headphones back on. Oh, hello. Hey, D-Bone, what were you doing? What were you writing? Um, I was just writing a text back to a friend. Oh, wow. Not, was it nice? Not a nice text? Yes, it was. Well, I haven't gotten my message back yet, but I'm, mm. just, I'm just kidding. All right, Donna, you ready to go? No. No? All right. Well, you're going to have to go anyways. Okay. And remember, Emmy Award-winning actors, here we go. 
This actor won his lone Emmy in 2012 for his role in the series Hatfield and McCoys. He most recently starred in the TV series Yellowstone. Kevin Costner. Nice. This actor won his only Emmy for his role in the popular sitcom Cheers, and he is most recently nominated for an Emmy for his work in the HBO series True Detective. Oh, um, cheers. Oh, Woody Harrelson. This former boy band member has been nominated for eight Emmys, winning four times, all for his work on the show Saturday Night Live, twice for Outstanding Original Music and Outstanding Guest Actor. I'm going to go with Justin Bieber. Wow. Boy. Ted Dyson? I sure did dodge that bullet at the end. Grant, let's slow roll this. Do them in the order that you asked them. Donna. Oh, Donna. You're going to... This actor won his lone Emmy in 2012 for his role in the series Hatfield and McCoys. And is the series... Is it currently in the series Yellowstone? Kevin Costner. You both got that correct. Okay. Okay. The next one, this actor won his only Emmy for his role in the popular sitcom Cheers. And he was also most recently nominated for his work in the HBO series True Detective. Woody Harrelson. Both correct. Two for two. Going into the last one here. Oh, no. This former boy band member nominated for eight Emmys, winning four times, all for his work on the show Saturday Night Live. Timberlake. Twice. Timberlake. Yeah. Timberlake, yes. Timberlake was the, the answer. You had it right up to Justin. Justin. And when you veered off the road and off the cliff into Bieber Lake, I couldn't believe it. <sighs> Donna, so nice job, oh, though. Wow. I mean, Allie. Allison's our Sorry, winner Donna, today. I did a little happy dance when that's, you said Bieber. I really thought you right. were going to go up to the tiebreaker. Congratulations, Hey, Allison. now it's funny that you bring up the tiebreaker, Allison. Because we are tied now. We are tied 55-55. Mm-hmm. My question oh. is, No. I would be willing to. Donna, you could snatch this win away from me in a tiebreaker. Every young girl who listens, no. when they hear you in wow. this moment, they think, what weakness? Should I be weak too, Mom? You have an opportunity to show them what strength looks like. We can double or nothing this right now. Nope. Donna, you <laughs> always say no to. at first. Last time you, you agreed you to do it. You can't keep just making these rules whenever you want. Donna, you won last time. It's the reason that you were ahead. You ended up getting a triple banger. No. No? No. Come I'll on, Donna. Play for fun, though. Let's do it for fun. Pay for fun? Okay. Oh, Allison, you can join, too. And remember, Steve's old age, uh, you know, if you... Don't know it right away. Maybe don't say it. Let the whole question come out, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. This versatile actor has been nominated for an Emmy 15 times and won six. Four of his six Emmy wins are for his iconic role on the, as a chemistry teacher. Turned Donna. Chris, Donna? Uh, this is Brian Cranston. It is Brian Cranston. That's ding, not the ding. answer I'm looking for, though. Breaking Bad! Nope. Can you give me Brian Cranston's character's name on the show Breaking Bad? Yes, Walter White. Yeah, W.W., what's his name? Uh, I just said it. Let's see if Allison get it. (laughs) W.W.? The color for the Come on, just keep saying stuff. No, no, it's not coming to me. It's not like a Wawa hoagie. (laughs) Come on, Walter White. There it is, you guys. Walter White, of course. Now, I love that show. Oh, Allison, listen, um, we love you. We're going to yeah, send you that shirt, you right? Yes. Sure. We're going to send yes. you the shirt, and it's Yay. the size of your choosing. And I say, go big, let it be a nighty. <laughs> All right. My husband will be impressed. Yes. <laughs> sure, yes, exactly. Oh, man. All right, Allison, thank you so much for calling. Let's now shift our attention to Donna Valentine. Donna, this That's is a teachable fun. moment Thanks. for you. Thanks, Allison. Okay. It's a teachable moment.
had you been the Kamala Harris, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, woman in power on this show and said, sure, I'll go double or nothing because I'm not afraid and I won't back down. You would have robbed me of my victory. You would have. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You earned it. You earned it. 55, 55 going in tomorrow. I got to get some good questions. No, all those Emmy um, nominated or Emmy winners mm-hmm. were f- one-time Emmy winners. Not one time. Brian Cranston has won six, nominated oh, that's fifteen. Right. That's um, right. Justin Timberlake won four of his eight Emmys, and then uh, actor, yes, uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson only have one. Interesting. The two of them, so. Thanks, Grant. Good mm-hmm. job. Thank you. Oh, time mm-hmm. for a tip. Getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Don't squeeze an orange over your kid's balloon. Okay. All right. What's your other tip? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you? Is this a thing? Are people doing this? Yeah, there's a TikTok thing. Um, There's a dude or a lady person. Um, who squeezes an orange over a balloon in a video. A dude or a lady person. And the balloon pops immediately. Because of the acid. Yes! The peels have an oil called limonunin. And it will dissolve the surface of the balloon. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually do think that that's interesting. Do you? I do. I think that that's interesting. Who knew? I bet the same goes for a lemon, maybe. Uh, I don't... Probably, because it's called lemon. Yes, and it's a citrus, citric acid of sorts. Yes. All right, I have other tips. I have another tip, too. Okay. And mine is orange-related. All right. Get the orange spray, the citrus spray for your bathroom. It's better than poopery. It is? It is the best that we have ever had. Hey, Lou, can you toss me that uh, orange stuff? She's in the bathroom. Uh-huh. Not like not like using this right now, but I want to give you the exact citrus shine, I think it's called. Oh, here it is. Citrus Magic Fresh Orange Natural Air Freshening Odor Eliminator. This is uh, so good. It smells great. And it doesn't smell, you know how a lot of scents, a lot of scents will sort of blend. You know what I'm saying? They blend with the thing that you're trying to cover up. Oh, sure. This entirely overpowers it. And it's, there was an old poker player, Johnny Chan was his name. And he used to, if you remember the movie Rounders with Matt Damon, he would always have an orange with him in these smoky casinos and he would just break just a little bit of the orange and smell it while he was in the smoky casino because it was so overpowering. That it like took it away the smoke the scent. Oh, interesting. It's the best. It's called Citrus Magic, the best air freshener that you can buy for your bathroom. Okay. So no more poopery? No you? more poopery. I'm not pre-spraying anymore. I'm post-spraying. <laughs> post. And it's amazing. It really, really works well. <clears throat> now my, this tip. Okay. Go ahead. Go I was going to say, my dad used that stuff to cover up cigars all the time. Oh, sure. That was his common in the car, wherever we were. It, the Citrus Magic? Yeah, just drowned it Dude. right out. Yeah. Oh. Me and your dad would be boys, I think. I think you got, yeah, definitely. Tree talk, talking about willows left and right, smoking some stogies, spritzing some spritz. When you lit up your garage the way you did, he was enamored with that. So he's right up your alley with lighting, 
meets. Yes. Oh, yeah. You guys are one and the same. Does so. he listen? Yeah, with my mom. Yeah, they listen oh. every day. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah. Well, that's Think nice. of all the things you've said, Donna, that are outrageous oh, no, <laughs> and inappropriate. Me. No, we're best friends. I have a tip. When buying from a vending machine... Steve, we have a vending machine here. Okay, all right, go ahead. In, Steve? I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. I want to hear it. When buying from a vending machine, insert your lowest valued coin first. Oh, what? Imagine being behind this grandma in line. You're like, okay, lady, just get the coins in. I'm just trying to get some beef jerky. I was behind someone writing a check the other day. Uh, oh. No, this is... If the machine isn't working, you won't lose as much money. That oh, is helpful. Barely. I lost my 75 cents. Darn. Well, wow, Scrooge McDuck over here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Money to throw away. All right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Forget I've... it. I won't tell you about PB&J sandwiches then. Oh, please do. Nope. We're out of time. We're out of time. Oh. When we come back, John Oliver is so funny. He is just so stinking funny. Those noises are coming from somewhere on Donna. We're not sure what's happening. Anyway, John Oliver, for no apparent reason, called out Cheerios. A Twitter beef has ensued. Wait until you hear what he challenged them to do. <laughs> it's very funny. We'll get into it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Don't forget, it's Tuesday. That means we'll be taking your confessions. Yeah, if you've ever committed a low-level crime, we want to know and we can guarantee immunity. That is not our confession. (laughs) That's a funny joke. (laughs) That's right. It's not being silly. You're a funny dude. Our question is, what's the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's house? Mm. You were there for a dinner party and you were like, did you notice the dead ferret under the couch? (laughs) We'll get into that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Donna, you mind if we officially make this food news? Oh, you want to make it? I see the drive-thru right up there, so we may as well pull over. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! All right, Boo Boo, open up. Because I've got a spoonful of goodies coming your way. John Oliver is so funny. He is really, really funny. He, of course, of last week tonight. And he is known for his scathing takedowns of things that are just, you know, some bull crap that's out there. And he'll just lean into it. And then other times he'll... Go to less significant topics. Like this week, when he released, and we're not going to be able to hear any of it because I never know with John Oliver how often he's going to be cursing, yelling curse words. But he put out a seven-minute video, saw this on Yahoo.com, literally just a seven-minute rant about cereal. In it, John Oliver specifically called out Cheerios for having a boring Twitter account. (laughs) So This is so great. John Oliver then challenged Cheerios to spice things up by just tweeting out, bleep you, (laughs) F-bomb you, okay? And he said, if they tweeted out just those two words, he promised to donate $25,000 to the charity of Cheerios choosing. Wow. The late night host then added, and I think that this, and I'm not condoning (laughs) anybody saying bleep you on Twitter. This is just a very funny comedic twist. He added that he would double... The $25,000 donation, if Cheerios just tagged a random user in that tweet. 
Like, bleep you, Tommy. Yeah. And Tommy's like, whoa, why is Cheerios coming at me? How boring could it be? Well, in response, Cheerios tweeted back and they posted, you know we're a family brand, so we can't drop the F-bomb. We'll donate $50,000 to No Kid Hungry. We'll also donate $50,000 to the charity of your choice if you tweet, quote, families make good go round. You know, it's a round cereal, so it's kind of cute. So that's exactly what John Oliver did. He just chose to include photos of some really messed up families. He tweeted to Cheerios, it's a deal. Families make good go round. He then accompanied a photo of the Manson family. (laughs) Wasn't just one and done, though, for John Oliver. He kept going, posting another tweet with the requested verbiage, but swapping out the photo for one of the Menendez brothers. <laughs> then he added one more photo using a photo referencing the Sackler family, who many believe to be the root of America's opioid crisis. Oh, he's As the funny. cherry on top of all of this, John Oliver then added a tweet that followed through on his original challenge to Cheerios cursing out Twitter user AlexPawn21. At the time of that posting, the account had only 13 followers. So he just wrote, Hey, AlexPawn21, bleep you. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at AlexPawn21's Twitter. The last tweet that they had was just of like baby wolf cubs, like little cute animals. And now here's John Oliver coming at you out of left field with a bleep you. (laughs) Um, and because it felt so good uh, last week, tonight is the show, followed through with their original donation plan, pledging an additional $50,000 to No Kid Hungry. That is funny. Isn't that funny? Imagine if you just opened up your whatever, your social media account, and saw that. Imagine you open it up <laughs> and it's Cheerios coming at you hot. Oh. Hey, bleep you, Alex. <laughs> Would you ever get over it? This no, is so I'd great. expect that from Wendy's. Wendy's has a really cheeky Twitter account. Very funny. We've actually reached out to Wendy's on Twin Cities Live trying to track down who the Twitter person is. We want to enter because they're very funny. Yes. They're very funny. Did you have any luck? It, we had a little bit of progress and then it all suddenly stopped. But now they are. Uh, now I'm looking at Cheerios Twitter to see if they have anything else that is uh, interesting, or if they really were boring before. Oh, that's funny. That why good? Cheerios of all? Like, what? First of all, who's following Cheerios? Great question. Um, and what would you expect from them? They're a very bland cereal. Mm-hmm. Um. Mostly baby food, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's how you I learn mean, to motor skills. Grab the Cheerio. That's right. Pee and then in pee. the Cheerios. Yes. They'll put Cheerio. Yeah. Wendy's, uh, one of their last tweets says, every time I eat the bourbon bacon cheeseburger, I say, time to get my burb on. And then everybody laughs because I'm the only one at the table. <laughs> That's funny. funny. It's funny. Of course it's funny. Yes, it's a, yes, it's hey, uh, remember we we brought back grilled peaches a couple years ago. Yes. We made it a thing. Get a remember? peach, grill a peach, eat a peach. Get a peach. Wait, let's start again. Get a peach. Grill a peach. Eat a peach. Mm. That was almost going to be our state fair shirt. Get a peach, grill a peach, eat a peach. I love it. Well, now, forget peaches. You can grill cucumbers. 
And I hear that they're great. Oh, that sounds amazing. They have a high moisture content, so they don't get floppy and saggy. Instead, they can stay firm, which gives them nice crunch. You get a little bit of oil, generous salt, put them on, bada bing, bada boom, and then you bring them off, and now they're crisp, and they've got a crunch, a real nice crunch to them, but like a heat crunch. I, I know that cucumbers already have a crunch, but a different kind of a crunch that you get from high heat. And then you can put on some sort of a nice little sauce that you could either drizzle mm, over top of it, or you could dip it. You dip it good. That, I bet, is very similar to squash, maybe, you think? Well, they say it's not like zucchini. Okay. Which a lot of the the appearance would lead you to think it's going to be like a grilled zucchini, but they say no. And it's because of that really high moisture content in cucumbers. And high heat is the key. Okay. When grilling them. High heat is the key. Gotcha. So give it a shot. Will do. Thanks, Steve. Okay, Should I be following John Oliver? You know, he's he would be a funny YouTube rabbit trail to just... He once did a really funny bit about people who think that they can climb Mount Everest, which mm-hmm. I was one of those until I told her table full of people vulnerably at dinner and they all broke into a a raucous laughter (laughs) that was such a shocking moment in my life but then he did a whole bit about how people die and my family told me to watch that before i thought about climbing ever so yeah he's funny all right all right uh grant you got a dirt alert ready to go ready to rock and roll all right uh after that there's a movie coming out about harvey weinstein who will play Harvey? Let's throw out some ideas when we come